Welcome back everyone. Today we're going to be shedding light on how the red pill theory differs from the blue pill theory. So how does the red pill theory differ from the blue pill theory? How is it deemed disparate without further ado, without further delay? Allow me to demystify that answer to that inquiry right here, right now. As per the red pill theory, red pill men staunchly believe that they can significantly influence whether or not a female deems them to be attractive. However, just like the blue pill theory, that cannot be further from the truth. Men can ameliorate, they can enhance, they can augment their mutable qualities. They can attain a compelling personality. They can attain robust social skills. They can attain top-notch rhetoric as well as charisma and charm. They could also amplify their muscle mass. They can also shed excess body fat. In spite of that, it has negligible bearing on rendering them all the more attractive to females. Females have already parameterized everything they want in a male. They're looking for men who have a tall height and tannimous and attractive face. It is lamentable, but it is what it is. So, red pill men believe that they can influence whether or not females deem them to be attractive by augmenting, by enhancing, by improving, by enriching their mutable qualities. So, that is the red pill theory. How does this differ from the blue pill theory? Well, blue pill men believe that females will accept them for being themselves. Similarly, to red pill men, they believe that they can influence whether or not females deem them to be attractive. They believe that if they spend more time with a female, if they flatter her, if they act obsequious towards her, if they act subservient and docile, then a female will be all the more inclined, will be all the more apt, will be all the more poised, will be all the more primed to deem them to be attractive. They do not believe that they need to alter their character. They do not believe that they need to change themselves. They do not believe that they need to improve themselves. However, it is an aimless pursuit to be a subscriber of the red pill theory or even the blue pill theory because it's not going to have any bearing on rendering you all the more attractive to females. At least if you are an avid, devout, avowed, hardcore subscriber of the red pill theory. If you do improve your mutable qualities, it will at the very least have negligible bearing on rendering you all the more attractive to females in the dating market. However, with blue pill men, they do not see the merits in improving themselves in any facet. And because of that, it redounds to their disadvantage and actually causes their dating marketplace value to precipitously plunge and not even flatline or stagnate. Women, they have high expectations of men and they expect more and more from them for some peculiar reason. And as a man, 
It is unbecoming of a man to not progress in life. You need to be able to thrust your life in a forward movement trajectory. You need to make inroads towards reaching your overarching goals and higher aspirations. You need to actualize your latent potential and manifest the quintessential version of yourself into reality. Do not be impeded, nor stymied, nor obstructed, nor stifled, nor encumbered. You can surmount any challenges set forth. You can overcome any cumbersome obstacles. You can travail your way to victory. Be tenacious, be strategical, be prudent, be forward-thinking, and be a pioneer of your own destiny. Be a creative, be an innovator, be a forward-thinking maverick. Do not renege on doing so. Do not shirk on doing so. So, the red pill theory and blue pill theory are vastly disparate from one another. If a man is obsequious, if he's docile, if he is subservient, it's not going to allow him to um, be deemed attractive to females, even if he's ingratiated in more social circles than he otherwise would be if he was more brash, abrasive, and aggressive. As per the Red Pill Theory, you can improve all these mutable qualities about yourself, but it's not going to have much bearing on rendering you all the more attractive to females. In spite of the merits of your other qualities, if you have an unattractive face in tandem with a short stature, then it's going to deem you to be unattractive to females. It is what it is. They already set forth a criterion of what they're looking for in a man. However, that does not mean that you cannot secure a partnership if you are unattractive. This is because females marry males who are wealthy all the time to have unfettered access to their wealth and also in order to be able to elevate their standard of living. Just keep in mind that a schism could transpire if you have a precarious marriage in which your wife only married you to have unfettered access to your wealth. Love should be unconditional and unrequited. It should not be transactional. At least a strong marriage has a solid foundation on the basis of unconditional love and mutual respect. Ideally, you want both parties, a part of the marriage, to be attracted to one another and not have it be so lopsided and um, disproportional to the extent in which only one party deems the other party to be attractive while the other party deems the other party to be repulsive. It is the antithesis of a strong marriage when there's no harmonious, mutual love. There should be reciprocity among both parties. It should not be so one-sided. Moving on, 
the blue pill theory is unaligned with the grim, bleak, dismal realities of the dating market, as well as the red pill theory. They both give you a false sense of hope, and people have been erroneously indoctrinated to believe that. It's easy to be a follower of the blue pill theory because it does not take a modicum of effort. As per the red pill theory, it requires a tremendous amount of time and effort and energy to improve these mutable qualities about yourself, but even if you do improve them, they will not yield you the results you desire. If a man wants to be deemed attracted to females, if he stands under six foot, two inches tall, barefoot, he can get, he can get leg lights and surgery to amplify his height. And if he has an unattractive face, then he could take heed of possibly getting plastic facial surgery to enhance his facial structure. If a man lacks an attractive face, and if he lacks a tall height, then he'll be deemed unattractive to females, irrespective of his other qualities. So, the red pill theory and the blue pill theory vastly differ from one another. Being yourself, being obsequious, being docile, being subservient, being timid, meek, bashful, feeble, does not work. It's unbecoming of a man and um, unappealing, to say the least. And it is unattractive. And most men are um, trepidatious about leaping out of the parameters of their comfort zones, metaphorically speaking. They are not audacious. They are not dauntless. They do not have the temerity to take risks out of fear of being spurned or rejected, but being spurned or rejected is a part of life. You miss 100% of the shots that you do not take, metaphorically speaking. As per the Red Pill Theory, they have the right frame of mind and mindset, but they should um, profusely understand and render this indelible that they cannot influence whether or not a female deems them to be attractive if they improve their mutable qualities. Females intuitively determine whether or not they deem a male to be attractive. It is a subconscious thought, to say the least. So, you may have the utmost compelling personality, you may have top-notch rhetoric, robust social skills, sizable muscles, charisma charm, knowledge, adeptness, confidence, competence. But if you also have a short stature, antonymous, and unattractive face, females cannot look past that, and unfortunately, lamentably, much of your dismay, much of your consternation, much of your chagrin, much of your agony, much of your distress, and much of your grief, they'll deem you to be unattractive on that basis. So it is unfortunate, but it is what it is. You're trying to appease someone who is unappeased by you. A lot of people are implacable. They have high standards, and only a niche cohort of men can satisfy their criterion without meaning to 
undergo surgeries to augment their physical attributes that females deem to be attractive. Not everyone has an attractive face, not everyone has a tall height. And people overlook the eminent importance of augmenting these physical attributes. It can be very expensive to augment these physical attributes, but even if you do, there's no guarantee per se that a female who you're attracted to will show you any reciprocity and be attracted to you back. So just bear that in mind. Allow that to marinate into the chasms of your mind. Allow that to seep into the bowels of your mind and upload that into your neurons. Even if you do follow the black pill theory, even if you were to amplify your height and stand, let's just say, six foot, four inches tall, barefoot, and also have an aesthetically appealing face that trumps the attractiveness of other men's faces. The bottom line is there's no guarantee that the females who you deem to be attractive will also mutually deem you to be attractive. So just bear that in mind. You cannot influence whether or not someone arbitrarily deems you to be attractive. However, we do know what qualities females deem to be attractive in men, and men do not augment those qualities, and they're going to be deemed unattractive to females if they're not already deemed attractive to females. A guy who is already deemed attractive and has a tall height does not need to further enhance these qualities to be deemed attractive to females because he's already deemed attractive to females. However, if he does further enhance these qualities by further amplifying his height and by further enhancing his facial structure, then he'll be deemed even more attractive to females. But yet again, he may not attract the particular female who he hopes to attract. A man cannot easily woo a woman. In spite of his utmost best efforts, so... Many black theory men are pivoting out of the dating world. They do not see the merits and dabbling into the dating world, especially when it could come at the cost of receiving a divorce notice, in which can culminate in them paying lifetime alimony for decades on end. Their relationship is severed for some paltry, trivial, gormless, asinine, nonsensical reason. I hope that you deem this video to be enthralling and insightful. Have a blissful day. Goodbye.